people of Earth. We have come to upgrade your cosmic consciousness. DNA activation ready in 3, 2, 1. Hi, welcome to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson. Today in our episode, Craig, we're going to do the second part of our three-part series on lessons in leadership from the COVID era. And in the last episode, we talked about rethinking what's possible and, and going faster. In this episode, we want to look at the evolving expectations of the leader in this new era. And uh, I think everybody, if we've gone through so many different changes as we've talked about endlessly for the last nine months. Uh, if there's one thing that has definitely been proven is if that anyone had any weaknesses or, well, in fact, I think Walter Nussbaum referred to them as liabilities uh, in a person's leadership skills, it has been exposed and highlight more than ever during these months that we've been dealing with COVID. And so in today's episode, what we'd like to do is we'd like to cover three areas. The first one is looking at the CEO as a human. Now, I know that, Craig, it sounds kind of obvious, but uh, many of us don't look at the CEO as a human. Some people have them on a pedestal. Everything they do is right. Everything they do is good. And we follow their lead. And we really don't consider them as far as being like us, putting our pants on one leg at a time, things like that. The second area we're going to look at is CEOs leading with empathy and proving it with their decisions and their actions as they're moving forward. And then the last area we're going to talk about is what will CEOs be looking for in the next generation of leaders? So Craig, why don't you kick us off with uh, the CEOs as humans? CEOs as humans. It's, I, we've had this tendency to think of the CEO and really senior leaders in an organization as kind of these you know, bulwarks of fortitude and solidity. And, you know, that it was always a fun question to ask, you know, what keeps you up at night? And they'd always answer, well, nothing really keeps me up at night. Everything, trust me, there's something keeping you up at night if you're sitting in that chair. So the evolution that we've seen, and I think we've seen it a lot through this era, because one, you know, we're talking to our CEO or to our leader, you know, at their home where they're having the same issue with their kid as I have with my kid, right? So you start to see, that they really are pretty much just like you and me. It's just a different role in a different position. And further, it starts to build more of an empathetic connection, which really means for leaders, they need to be more open and displaying of that empathy. And you know, even some vulnerability, there, it goes a long way. You don't wanna be so vulnerable, express so much that everybody starts running for the hills, but there's nothing wrong with admitting, you know, this is a challenging time. Am I concerned? Yes. Am I positive we're going to come out of this stronger? Yes. But it's this idea of the leaders are no longer seen as these people who are like statues that you know are out on Mount Rushmore. Right. We, they're humans who are going through the same life stuff that we're going through trying to adapt to all this. You know, their kid may be sitting there doing remote learning. I was actually on a training this morning with somebody who's very, you know, very famous, well-known public speaker whose kid was insisting on sitting across from her doing her homework. <laughs> And then all of a sudden it turned into the chat time 
for the kids' school, and now it's they're all talking, and you can hear it over her her presentation. So you know, I think that starts to show. Okay, we're all in the same boat together. You know, they may be making more of the decisions, but they're making them from a standpoint of they're living the life I'm living, and they have some of the same concerns I have. And I think that empathy is what we start to see is when the leader takes that on and makes those decisions about their people with that same level of empathy. Yeah, no, in fact, one of the biggest developed mindsets that I think people need to get through when it comes to viewing, whether it be the CEO or whether it be senior leadership, uh, it, it came to me, it, I was at a party one time and someone came into our group that I didn't know. And one of the people in the group introduced that person and said, I work for her. And she stopped and smiled and she said, no. He doesn't work for me. He works with me. And when she said that initially, I thought to myself, wow, talk about putting yourself on equal footing with the employees who are direct reports to you and getting them to understand you don't work for me. You work with me. We are a team. We're together. And I think if a lot of people could get that through their head from, from their direct manager all the way up the food chain, I think it would break through a significant developed mindset that you will start to begin seeing these leaders as real people, as humans, as we say, uh, and not just somebody who you report to. No, you work with this person. And I think that would be the first step that people need to do in seeing leadership as, as humans. Sure. And, you know, and, and I pre-detonated this a little bit moving on to the second topic, but it's what do we do with that empathy? How do we show it? You know, once we kind of demonstrate empathy, the next piece in that puzzle is now I have to show it in the way I make decisions, and the way we're executing on the things we're doing as a business. So, you know, the difficult thing for the leader is sometimes they have to make decisions that don't feel that empathetic. <laughs> Because we have to, you know, inevitably when the bottom line starts to hurt, you start having make decisions that are not going to feel very empathetic to the people impacted. So where possible, we have to make our other decisions as much with empathy as we can. So while things are going, we want to make sure, you know, are we being understanding of the folks who are dealing with the kid across the table at, at home? Are we being understanding to say, hey, our goal now is, you know, we have empathy towards everyone's situation. I expect you to get the job done but I'm not going to expect you to do it between this hour and this hour every day. So right. how do we, the, you know, empathy will go a long way to show it, but there's one way of showing it over a conversation on a Zoom call. There's another way of showing it in the way we're making decisions about the people who are on that Zoom call to the people we work with. But even if we work with, right, we're, we carry a higher level of responsibility, right? Because we're making the decision. Mm -hmm. So how can we execute on those decisions in a way that is empathetic to our teams? Yes. Well, just as your word throughout, 2020 has been intentional. Uh, I think my word unintentional has become <laughs> empathy. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in I, I, I can't go back and count how many episodes that I have brought empathy into it. And being that empathetic leader, uh, up until this time, and in our interview, when we talked to Rob Scher, we talked about how we're, how this Zoom situations, you know, whatever you want, whatever platform people use, we've come into people's homes. 
And we now know them in a way that we've never known them before. So just like with the example that you used with that person, you know, who had their child doing their your schoolwork right there while she's doing her presentation. We now know that everybody has priorities, personal priorities that tug on them. And let's face it, what happens at work affects us at home. What happens at home affects us at work. You can't, you cannot separate the two of those things. And I think these past nine months have really given us the opportunity to see that home and work are truly combined. And we've gotten to know some of the individual struggles outside of the struggles that COVID has put on families, uh, you know, and individuals. We now know that everybody has personal struggles. And even though we're an eight to five, this is what needs to get done job. I think moving forward, you're going to see so many leaders that are going to be much more empathetic in their decision-making and the actions that they do take. So your word was intentional, mine's empathy. Yeah. So, which leads us into the next area. And that is going forward, what are CEOs going to be looking for in leaders? And I will say right off the bat, empathy is going to be the number one, because those leaders who have been successful during these nine months have, have seen, they've been able to see empathy, mm-hmm. being more empathetic in their decision-making, in, in their priorities, has really helped them become a better leader. And so I think in the very near future, and probably going forward for a while, new leaders are going to be judged on how empathetic are they when it comes to their people. We've talked about coaching and things like that. That's empathy. When you're not just telling somebody do that, or if they've done something, you say to them, well, you did a bad job. That's not being empathetic. And coaching helps provide that empathy. So as we talked about proving it in their actions, I think moving forward, better coaching of people are going to show a more empathetic type of of leadership. Uh, In addition to that, I think you're going to find people that are going to be more generalist oriented uh, and not really specialized because to be a good leader, well, one, you're going to surround yourself with people who do what they do better than you do. And so as opposed to taking that top salesperson and putting them into the top sales position and having them specialize, well, they know how to sell, but they don't know how to manage people. You know, I read an article a while back that, you know, uh, they said liberal arts graduates tend to be better leaders in an organization. Me too. Okay. Tend to be better leaders within a company than MBA students. Because liberal arts, we were taught keep an open mind, look at everything. Where MBA was, you know, profit and loss, P&L statements and things like that. And you become very specialized. And I think moving forward, leaders are also going to be, have to be more generalized, not just very specific. They'll need to be talented in what they're taking over. It's sales, marketing, finance, whatever that is. But it can't be that they were the top performer in their area and now we're making them a leader. Right. And I, you know, not, you've pretty much covered empathy. I don't need to jump in on that one, but I think, oh, flex- please cover more. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I think you're also going to be looking for people or flexibility, people who are willing and able to kind of have that mindset of agility and flexibility to say, okay, I, I see this coming. 
and I know how to, you know, I can adjust and be willing to make those adjustments. So we're going to want to have those, some of those specialists around us, but the generalists that we're going to need to kind of really, who's going to be able to put that whole big picture together and see what's coming based on the information they have and say, hey, look, I know we are going to go there this way. It's, I talk about a lot of this in my workshops is, you know, you know, the vision and the plan for our business is like we're going from Indianapolis to Houston. And no matter what, we're getting to Houston. But for all we know, we're going to have we to pick a different destination. We're always going to Houston. Let's go to Tampa so we can get to that yacht that you've got booked off of Tampa. So we're <laughs> going from Indianapolis to Tampa to visit Lou's yacht. But what we what's going to happen is we're going to run into accidents. We're going to run into detours. We're going to run into some things that are going to say, well, gosh, we really want to go on this path. But now we have to kind of find another way to get there. And I think that's going to be a key. That's I, I think if we looked back in a couple of years of the people who led successfully through this, it's going to be those people who weren't so wed to a single, you know, tunnel vision way of looking at getting things done. And they're willing to kind of find some other ways to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it goes back to in a, in a previous episode of our mailbag episode where, uh, you know, we had that one listener who wrote in and said that their uh, manager looked at things from just the expense side and never considered return on investment. That's yep. that tunnel vision. And so there, and, and return on investment is forward thinking. When I'm thinking about return on investment, I'm thinking ahead of just the next quarter's numbers or, you know, the second quarter's numbers. I'm looking ahead. And I think that's the flexibility and dexterity that you're talking about. Just my two cents. So what are your key takeaways on this second episode in our series on lessons in leadership from our COVID era? Sure. I think something about empathy. Definitely something about thank empathy. You, thank you. Yeah, I, w- I won't say it then. You said yeah, it. Yeah. All right. But I, the other piece of that with the empathy is, is, you know, where the rubber hits the road, actually showing it when times are hard. It's great when times are easy to show that empathy and, you know, the numbers are going up and everything's rosy. But it's the ability to still show that empathy and make decisions, even tough decisions with empathy, you know, that's going to be the key. I've had to go through a lot in my career, as you know, Lou, laying off teams as situations changed around us. And there's a couple. You actually fired people. Don't don't say layoff. You fired. Uh, (laughs) Nevertheless, there's a difference. Fire, just get the heck out. Empathy is treating them with respect and you know, doing what you can to make it as easy as possible for them going through that very difficult process, even though you don't have any choice but to make that decision. And if you you want a good example, go see that George Clooney movie, Up in the Air, where all he does is travel from place to place because companies hire him to come in to fire. And what is it? Uh, He has uh, this new person, this new kid come in and wants to do everything remote and wants to do everything, you know, very analytical, very unemotional. And he puts her through the ropes and she finds out empathy is very important. True story. I was in the middle of having to lay off 120 people and somebody said, you know, you should watch this movie up in the air. It's so great. I was like, oh, (laughs) this is the worst movie for me to watch right now. Anyway. (laughs) What's your takeaway, Lou? That doesn't end well. Uh, yeah. my, my, my key takeaway in all of this, and, and you said you said most of it, but the the other thing too is we have to view our leaders as humans. I, I I really think when you can put them on an equal footing with yourself and not for, feel like you're forcing yourself to look up to them, but when you, and, and I'll go back to the story I told. She does, he doesn't work with, for me. He works with me. 
And I think that's the mindset people have to get through. And I think then leadership and understanding everything that needs to be done with an organization will be taken a lot better and will be accepted a lot quicker because I'm not seeing it as something that has come down from, you know, the top of Mount Olympus. But I know, I know Mary, the CEO, I know John, the CEO, and I know that they wouldn't make this decision and implement this if it wasn't in the best interest of all of us. And that's where you're going to get that greater acceptance in moving forward. And that's going to help with leadership. Absolutely. All right. Well, I, we hope that you enjoyed this second part in our series and look forward to our third part in the series coming up next week on our next episode when it launches next Thursday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Until then, if you found something of value here, please like it, share it with your friends, share it with that boss maybe on the side who really doesn't show a lot of empathy so they can understand how important it is. Lou will give them the religion. So. <laughs> And then subscribe so you never miss a future episode that we have coming up. You can find Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership on our website, qaleadership.com, as well as YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn on our channels there. And we're available on all your favorite podcasting platforms if you love our content but just are so sick and tired of looking at us, you're just done with it. So until next time, I'm Craig Anderson. And keep your hands washed. Keep your distance. I'm Lou Quinto. <laughs>